So let me ask you this. Is confidence a good thing? Yes, right? I mean, I don't see why it would be a bad thing. But it really depends on where your confidence honestly comes from. In other words, how can you tell the difference between confidence and arrogance? And guess what? We're going to find out on today's episode. And we're going to find out by looking at a character from Blue Lock who essentially toes that line for better or for worse and whose whole personality is just derived from that sense of you know basically arrogance and honestly borderline self-delusion in himself and of course i'm talking about blue locks king of villains shuhei baro What's going on guys my name is nate and you're listening to the otaku liberation a show where we help you break free from the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime again as always i got a little sporter warning ahead for all my anime onlys out there so again just just in case you come in and you haven't read the manga you're not caught up yet uh maybe going over some things in regards to the future of this character so without further ado let's get in so shuhei baro and then this this guy is if honestly if if blue lock had a mascot i personally think it'd be shuhei baro this man just embodies ego in such a way that the other characters are just now getting to that point where he just came out the gate like that and baro he describes himself as the king he's the king of the king of the field king of the pitch as soon as he steps on everyone else is just his pawns right and that's the mentality he he brings to the game that's how he that's the type of soccer that he wants to play and i mean as a as a fan as somebody like watching the show you be like okay this guy's pretty cool is it's an interesting character interesting take on it right but it it, it it comes across a little different when you see someone in real life acting like that, right? When you see someone who's just so full on themselves, and not just full on themselves, but they actually degrade others, and just to make really make themselves feel better, right? And I don't know about you, but I don't I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's something I want to idolize, right? That's definitely not something that I want to be, and. I feel like we can easily slip into that if we're not too, too careful because, again, back to my the question I posed earlier, confidence, especially self-confidence, right, is a powerful, powerful thing, but make sure it's not to the detriment of somebody else, right, because at that point, it's not really confidence, it's honestly, honestly it's, it's fear and insecurity, but, you know, it's, it's not what you think it is if you have to tear somebody else down just because you feel some type of way to try to boost yourself up right i mean and that's more or less kind of how how it is for borrow right so i guess the little backstory on him is obviously he's in blue locks and he's one of the best strikers in, in japan currently right so he has the skill to back up his claims and because of that from his young age he was he was better than most other people that he played with of course he kind of built up this kingly slash godlike complex of himself where he again he sees himself as the king he's he's very it's just a just again back to that word arrogance right he thinks that he he is just the it man as soon as he steps on the field he's him and nobody else can do anything and no one else can has anything to say about it and 
he never listens to to planning from his teammates or anything. They're just there to pass him the ball. They're just there to, to help him score his goals, right? It's not even for the goals for the team, but it's just for him personally. And if you if you live your life like that, right? If you live your life only pursuing your own goal for the sake of yourself, for the sake of just just again, just because you think you're you're all that in a bag of chips, then honestly you're just you're gonna wake up one day and realize just how alone you really are. Just how empty it all feels. When you don't have anyone else to even to share that with, right? To even to be able to even express the same type of joy that you express, right? Because you would have pushed everyone away. You would have have used up use everyone up just like you know like they're just nothing to you right and after a while people are gonna are gonna notice and shy away from shy away from you they're not gonna want to be bothered with the so-called king or so-called queen of whatever the case may be because it just becomes too much of a headache i mean if you're if you're so good at x y and z then why do you need my help why do i need to be around you why are you even here and honestly it's it, it, it may they may at first may sound good or it may be like oh man that's just whatever that's just them you know they can't they can't handle me they can't see what I see right well if it's more than one person if it's at person after person after person relationship after relationship after relationship opportunity after opportunity after opportunity then I'm starting to think it's you seriously like I, I'm starting to think it's you at this point because what you know what's the common denominator of all of these things Tori I'll, I'll let you think about it that's right it's you and and I know I mean I might ruffle some feathers with this one because I know a lot of people people typically people who are this self-absorbed typically have a fragile ego ironic right I'm talking about an anime where ego is literally the whole entire premise but it really it really how should I put this? It really it really puts it in per- into perspective, right? When oh, when all you care about is yourself, and then when you realize that not everybody else cares about you in that same sense, is it should it should be eye opening, I think, and really help with some reflection. But uh, but actually, so again, when I was doing this episode, I I was looking, of course, looking through the scripture, and I found this one verse that kind of sums it up perfectly. And that is in uh, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 12. And it says, before his downfall, a person's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor. And to kind of break that little snippet down. So, those of you who don't know, God hates arrogance, right? He hates people who are just so full and basically who put themselves essentially above him in all honesty but they they put themselves up in a higher place like they're just better than everybody else and because of that he's not going to bless you right he's going to actually he's going to go against you and (laughs) to be completely honest he's just going to go against you and honestly that's a that's a good that's a good and a bad thing right because and the reason i say that is god loves us so much that he he wants us to be in his good graces so even though we're straying outside of that he's going to do what any parent does right and try to give you some course correction 
is to bring you is to bring you back back in alignment, right? So in this verse, it says, "Before his downfall, a person's heart is proud, but humility comes before honor." Meaning, at the end of everything, he's going to bring you back into honor, right? And that's kind of where Borrow's journey kind of takes us, right? If you again, if you watched them, especially watched the anime up to this point, and even read past in the manga, you you see that that transformation in Baro, right? So again, the first the first title he Baro has had again is the king. He you know the he I'm the king of the pitch. I'm just again I'm him. I just step on the field and everyone has to bow down to me. And unless you're passing passing me the ball, you're just garbage. Right. And the next title that I'm given to borrow after the king is the fool. And again, that goes from arrogance to the humility. Right. And again, if you've seen the series, you've read it, you know exactly the moment I'm talking about. But for everyone else who doesn't know out there, I mean, let me give you some context. So during 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 the, the second selection, right, uh, Isagi, who again, who's the who's the main character, he, uh, him and Nagi took on Baro and another and another uh, blue locker, right, and in the end, Isagi ended up beating Baro, Baro's team, and then he chose Baro to come to accompany him and Nagi to make a three man team, so and then they moved on to the next round, so that first. You know, I don't want to blow past this before I get to my main main point, but that was typically the first time that Isagi actually beat Baro in a one on one. Like he just straight up beat him. Isagi honed his his gift, his tool, and it actually elevated himself to another level that allowed him to overtake Baro and you know score the winning goal, right? And that was the first kind of taste of Baro's like, okay, someone who I deem as beneath me, as as he calls them in the anime, donkeys. Uh, this donkey has decided to essentially challenge the king. So that kind of already started off some, you know, animosity between the two, even more so than what was there before. So let's kind of fast forward to the next match they have, a, a, a three on three, um, against some of Isagi's old uh, old teammates, and man the, the things that happened in, in there so going into this game Isagi's trying to make up a game plan using Nagi and Baro so they can you know come up with the strategy to, to win obviously but again Baro the king is just set just set on nope you guys pass me the ball I'm gonna score goals on my own and the thing is the the opponents also know that about Baro so they're just gonna their whole game plan is to keep him outside of his shooting range long enough until somebody else can come take the ball from him because they know he's not going to pass. And that that resulted in them getting scored on twice. You know, Isai tried to pass the ball to borrow. It got shut down. They took the ball and scored. You know, that happened twice. And what Isagi decided to do after that, he he realized anytime he goes, tries to go to borrow, it's just going to be a, a mute point. So what he decided to do was use Borrow as a distraction so Isagi can score his own goals. And, man, when I tell you, I can't do it justice now, but, again, if you, if you feel inclined, at least just, just look that up on YouTube, right? Just just, just look it up because it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful to see because Isagi faked like he was going to pass the ball to Borrow, but he passed to Nagi on the other side, so they double down to go to Nagi because he can't run free because he'll score on them too. 
and Nagi, knowing the plan, just passed it back to Asagi, who went around and ended up scoring the goal. And so that was the first time, and that was the first time Bar realized this man just used me, me the king. I'm the king of the field, and I just just got used like a pawn by somebody who I look down upon, right? And that's the type of humility, that's the, the humbling, right, that really happened for him. And honestly, when it comes when it comes to humility, right, you can go two two ways. One is significantly better than the other, right? You can either humble yourself, or life slash God will humble you. But either way, you're gonna get humbled if you if your uh, if your head's too big, and typically you're you're gonna want to humble yourself because when God does it, when life does it, it's 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 not gonna be what what you like. It's gonna be the most painful thing that it can possibly happen to you in order to get your attention. And in Baro's case, it was losing his crown as the king of the field because Isagi not only used him once, he used him twice. Like the very next play, he used him as a distraction again to score his own goal. And that like when I say that broke him, I mean that like really broke him. And I know a lot of times that's what God needs to do with us in order to in order for us to be still be to be still enough to listen to him and to hear him out and to hear his voice and to hear his plan for us that he needs he needs to break us he needs to break us down to you know to make us come to him to be as you call it gracefully broken and again that's the best medicine that's the best medicine anyone can have for an overgrown ego is is to be is not humiliate not humiliated oh words um but to be humbled to be humbled in the sense that okay you know maybe i'm not all that maybe i'm not who are just the best of the best and you know the best things to slice bread right and okay so now that i know that now that i realize that where do i go from there right and that that brings us to the third title um, give borrow so first he was the king right which signifies his arrogance you know being the king of the pitch everyone else is just garbage to me the second title i gave him is the fool which coincides with humility where isaki literally made him look like a fool on on the on the pitch and used him for his own gain and the third title i'm going to give borrow is the villain which coincides with with confidence right and the the villain for it for borrow is <laughs> essentially essentially this right so in the depths of his despair when he realized isagi just you know made a fool out of him twice he was about to be complacent with you know being second fiddle he was about to, he was willing to you know just give isagi and nagi passes and that'll be it but right before he was about to give him the last pass something spoke to him something said if you pass to them now you will always 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 be in someone else's shadow and that was a turning point for him he he realized that that's not who he is that's not who he truly is and thus he decided to become the villain of the field and what that means for him is you know again he's sticking to his own his one-man army mentality but now he's more strategic with it. And the key part is he doesn't look down on his teammates anymore. Now, he still may call them 
you know, donkeys or whatever, you know, is whatever it is. That's his personality. But in reality, he respects them. Now he respect he respects them as as you know adversaries and as uh, as rivals to it, right? Because you can be confident in what you whatever it is you're doing, whatever you know, skill, whatever talent, you know, your job, um, in school, you know, if you're playing a sport, anything like that, anything that you're competing in, you can be confident without being arrogant. And essentially, confidence is is you know believing in yourself and your ability and what you've done to prepare, and while also respecting everyone else around you who's, who have done the same thing that you've done, right? However it is that they prepare for whatever it is that, you, that you're doing, you respect that. You don't look down on anybody because at the end of the day, we all came into this world with nothing and we're all going to leave, leave this world with nothing. So what happens in between, right, is that very, that very small window of time that we have here on earth is, it says is what our life is, right? And, I don't know about you, but I have so much respect for anybody who's willing to put themselves out there, willing to, to go th- to go through the work, to do the work that they need to do in order to get to the next level. And you mean, I mean, hey, they may think that they're the best at this. You may think that you're the best at this, and like, okay, you, you say at that point, let, let's test it out and see. You know, let's see who really is the best at this. And it's not in a sense of you know. I gotta prove that I'm better than you. I gotta, you got something to prove, prove, prove. But no, it's just honestly just friendly competition, right? You know, like iron sharpens iron. You, you, you need people who are at your level. Actually, honestly, you need people who are even slightly ahead of you. So a, you have something to strive for, and b, you can see your own your own shortcomings. You can see what it is that you need to improve upon. And if you're the best of the best, quote unquote, then who do you have to compare with? Who do you have as, you know, like a guiding light to, to help aim you at? And essentially, that's, that's kind of what Borrow learned. And for Borrow, that was Isagi. After Isagi, you again, <laughs> just made a fool out of him. Borrow, Borrow's whole mentality, his whole style of football essentially changed from just being, okay, I'm the king of the field to... I'm going to do whatever it takes, whatever I can to beat this guy, whether he's my teammate or not. I'm going to beat Isagi at any any given opportunity that I can have. Right. And, and Isagi just like, okay, bring it on. He's like, bring it on. I'm ready whenever you are. And granted, sometimes in a heat of a game, because again, it's still a team sport. And if they're on the same team, Baro's still going to try to steal the ball from Isagi and score his own goal, regardless of what's happening. So sometimes that's a detriment to the team because, again, Isagi's got this plan drawn out, and here comes Baro running in to take the ball from him. But that also causes chaos amongst the opposition, right? They don't they don't understand what he's doing. Nobody's going to take the ball from their teammate, surely. And then there's Baro. So... Um, again, that's the kind of where his villain persona comes into play, where he just destroys everyone's notion of what soccer is or what camaraderie is, and uses that to his own advantage. And again, what what I want what I want you guys to take from this is, it's okay to be confident. It's okay to be sure of yourself. Actually, I'm encouraging it. Be sure of yourself. Have that confidence. Be what you need to be in order to get through this life of ours. Right. But not to the detriment of somebody else, not to you pull dragging someone else down um, just because. Right. You know, say that's not 
because I mean, again, we're all in this, we're all in this world together. We don't we have enough enough natural issues to be to be running about, you know, between the sickness and and you know age and things like that to be honestly fighting each other, especially in just in just such a, a nasty you know type of way. I mean, again, competition is healthy. Competition is good. It drives innovation. It drives people to get better, to better yourselves each and every day, right? But again, it's really, it's just, it's just, it's a bad look. And like I said earlier, you you will find that you your life is essentially going to be empty if you deem yourself the king or queen of of the world, essentially, and that everyone else is just beneath you and just a waste of your time. And honestly, I I honestly feel sorry for the people who truly believe that because when when the humbling comes and it will. It it it's it's gonna come like a haymaker from Mike Tyson, and it's it and that that's a wrap. That's it. <laughs> um, but so yeah, yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. So again, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And I pray that you got what you needed out of it, and that you learned something new about yourself. Uh, feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Again, I love reading you guys' comments, and it really does help me improve each and every episode. And and yeah, that's it. So again, always remember. You are the main character of your story, and that story doesn't end until he says so. All right, be blessed.